This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Along the Aaron Goldhammer and Freddie Coleman in for the guys today in Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. How spicy was Tom Brady about being asked about his retirement plans. You'll hear about that coming up in about 30 minutes. It is an absolute pleasure to reconnect with this man who I had a chance to work with a lot of times here at ESPN Radio, part of the NFL and ESPN Radio. He's a former NFL general manager, now does a great job, part of 33rdteam.com, also CBS Sports headquarters NFL analyst, and don't forget about his podcast with the first pick. It is a pleasure bringing Rick Spielman to join us here on Canty and Carl. And Rick, always good to catch up with you again. It's been more than a minute, and I hate to throw this off the top rope as a wrestling term, but you've been a part of the organization that had to make decisions on coaches and general managers. When does a team know it's the right time to move on either from a coach and or quarterback? Oh, Freddie, thanks for having me on. It's good to be on with you again. It's been a, been a long time. Yes, and it is. I always know you had the best radio voice I've ever heard. <laughs> and I just remember being up there at ESPN when you had the evening shows. It was like smooth Freddie coming on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, brother. <laughs> so, yeah, no, those are things that you actually discuss with your ownership group because okay. most of the time when you're getting into that situation about whether your coach is going to stay or not, the coach or the ownership has the final decision. And what teams do is after the season is over, you're going to go and assess everything from A to Z. And you're going to assess not only personnel, you're going to assess coaches and you're going to say, what can we do to fix or what do we need to do this offseason to take it to another level or to get the ultimate goal of winning a Super Bowl? Um, but you're going to evaluate your coaches just like you evaluate your players. And then uh, you're going to ask the coach, what do we need to do? What's his game plan going forward? But the biggest thing is I think when ownership or teams make a decision to try to move on from a head coach, more than likely you're going to know that before the end of the season. And a lot of that can be how he's handling things, uh, not only on the field, uh, game management, et cetera, getting the players ready to play and putting them in the best positions to win on Sunday. But how are those players responding in the locker room? Are they still buying into his message? Can he still lead that uh, group of players in that locker room? So those are a lot of things that are discussed. And a lot of times, uh, you know, it just comes to a point where it's just time to move on and get some new and fresh ideas and especially if you haven't been able to win a Super Bowl. Rick, my voice not nearly as smooth as Freddie <laughs> Coleman's, but what do you <laughs> think? Freddie's the smoothest. I, I think he should host like soul sounds at night from midnight to two. And I used to. Freddie's Freddie's got enough jobs. The, the yes. last thing we need is giving him more. Rick, um, <laughs> when you see all the drama surrounding the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, you know that division so well. What do you think when you see all of that? Well, boy, it's kind of been like that for a couple of years with uh, with Aaron Rodgers and everything that comes with him. So I know they're going to probably have to have internal discussions this year. Um, you know, the, you, you see the outside uh, and the perception of Aaron Rodgers on the outside trying to look in. Uh, you don't know everything that's going on inside that building, but to me, it's going to be interesting to monitor whether they do decide to trade him and move on like they did with uh, Brett Favre. And Brett Favre ended up originally with the Jets 
Green Bay did not want to trade him to the NFC, especially within the division. Favre was not as good when he went to the Jets because he had to learn a whole new system after he's been running that West Coast system and uh, for since he's been in the league. So he had some struggles. And then we were able in Minnesota uh, to sign him. Uh, and then he had a great year for us. Daryl Bevel was our offensive coordinator. We ran a lot of the same offensive schemes and systems that he's been familiar with his whole career. Uh, and, and you know, we got all the way to the NFC Championship game with him down in that uh, New Orleans where he ended up losing in overtime. But it'll be interesting to see if they do try to trade him, what's that compensation look like. And Aaron Rodgers, even though he has a no-trade clause, mm-hmm. uh, he still controls that because he can say, you know, I don't think he's got Freddie – Coleman money, he can just pack it up and retire anytime he wants. So, <laughs> and Stosh money too. Stosh sounds like he's uh, making a ton there as a producer on the back end. <laughs> but uh, he's going to control that whole his his destiny. If, if they want to trade him, let's say they get a deal done with a team, and it's a team he does not want to go to, he can say, "I'll just pack it in and not worry about it." Great stuff. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see because there are some interesting teams out there that. Uh, may take a swing at him, especially uh, the Jets. No doubt about that. Former NFL general manager, now part of 33rdteam.com, CBS Sports headquarters NFL analyst, and also the First Pick podcast. He is Rick Spielman joining Freddie Coleman and Aaron Goldhammer on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Real quick, if you were in that situation with Aaron Rodgers, Rick, what would you do? Well, you have to have an open and honest conversation with him, Uh you know, and uh, I got the term from Kevin Warren, the, the former Big Ten commissioner that I worked with for a long time. Uh, he always referred to him as adult conversations. Okay. And so you're going to sit there, and if you are going to plan to move him uh, and he wants to still play, uh, you're going to have to talk to him about the potential teams that are uh, potential trade partners and if he's going to be on board or not on board going with that. But he has to be – involved in this whole process and uh if he's not you just trade him like i said he'll probably just pack it in and retire and move on in life so uh those are the things that you you really got to work through but he definitely has to be a part of that process rick are you surprised why do you think no of the vacancies have been filled uh on the nfl head coaching ranks i i think it's everybody is taking their time I mean, uh, there's no real hurry. Uh, there's not a lot of job openings. So uh, there's only five this year. Next year, there'll maybe double that. But this is, a, if you want to call it a down year, a number of head coaching opportunities that are available this season. There are a lot of very good qualified candidates out there. So I think everybody is going to take their time to try to make sure they get the right person. And there's no rush. And I think with a lot of the new rules, that the NFL has put in place on when you can and can't interview uh, these these potential head coaches. I think that's I think people have learned that there's no need to rush to just make sure you take your time, do your due diligence, make sure your search is wide. You know, for example, you know, no one saw Mike McDaniel yep. get hired down by by Miami, and I thought he did an incredible job for his first year year this year, but that was a little bit out of the box. Philly took their time with Nick Cerrone when they, uh, when they hired him. So I think teams see that if you take your time, just make sure you get the right person. 
What I was surprised about was how many offensive coordinators, I think there's 10 jobs mm-hmm. uh, open right now from an offensive coordinator standpoint. And I believe at least my theory is one, it's um, cheaper to fire an offensive coordinator than it is a head coach uh, for the ownership group. But two, I think with the new rules that the league put in place where you can no longer deny a position coach a coordinator spot. So there's a lot of, you know, everybody's looking at these quarterback coaches. And if you read the names out there, uh, guys that are getting interviewed for the OC jobs, it's making the coaching uh, situation a lot more flexible, built flexible, giving the coaches a lot more flexibility to move on and to move up the ranks. And the NFL just never, ever stops. No matter what happens, Rick Spielman will always be in front of it, not just a former NFL general manager. Catch on 3013.com, part of CBS Sports HQ as an NFL analyst. And don't forget about the podcast with the first pick. Hey, Rick, thank you for the kind words. Always great to catch up with you, brother. Let's do it again sooner than soon, and you take care. Jeez, Stash, I prepared for a two-hour show, and you gave me 15 minutes. <laughs> we are going to blame Stash for this. Smooth Freddy. That's all I get. You love our price range. <laughs> Coming up next segment, Rick Spielman again. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Talk to you soon. <laughs> okay, guys. Thanks for having me on. It was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun having Rick Spielman here with Freddie Coleman and Aaron Goldhammer, part of Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance. For a job you'll love, all you got to do is visit Progressive.com slash careers. I don't think there's any way the Packers will trade him in the NFC. And if they do go ahead and trade him, it would be the AFC. So start having all the fun you want with all the teams in the AFC and the quarterbacks. You come to New York, this could be transformative. Look at Michael Strahan. Look at Nate Burleson. You want to meet with heads of state at the UN? You want to meet with heads of media, (laughs) banking? Whatever you want to do, Aaron Rodgers, we are going to make this the transformative move of your life. So you can go to Tennessee and play football, but we're talking about something much bigger. As much as I know you want him, and as much as I know a lot of teams could use Aaron Rodgers, I'm not sure what he would be looking for if he's leaving Green Bay, other than just wanting to get out of Green Bay. So what is Aaron Rodgers actually going to do? Stay or leave? You can weigh in on Canty and Carlin, Aaron Goldhammer, Freddie coming in for the boys at ESPN Radio at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Look into your crystal ball. What is Aaron Rodgers going to do with his future? He talked a little bit about that because anytime it's Tuesday and it's the Pat McAfee show, you know that Aaron Rodgers has something to say on said Pat McAfee show. He said he never thought about playing elsewhere other than Lambeau Field. I've never been a free agent, um, which is pretty wild. I've never gotten to the end of my contract. So to even think about being in another uniform never really crossed my mind just because I was uh, I got a second contract in my fourth out of fifth year, five years. Um and then each successive contract was with at least a year left on the deal. So there was never a time where you're thinking like, oh, I might be another uniform. And I've just never thought that way. You know, even when Jordan was drafted, I thought that might be a possibility for sure. I might not finish in Green Bay. Uh, then I won two COVID MVPs. And it, you know, obviously seemed a lot less likely. Um, but you never know. He's sending a message to Green Bay. I've never been a free agent don't make me do this. I don't want to do this. I would love to stay here, but if I'm going to be a free agent, it's not something that I want to do. He plays that potential victim card very well. Well, 
I think Rodgers wishes he was an NBA player to some degree, right? Like, Freddie, uh-huh. great players in the NFL, guess what? They never hit free agency. Who hits free agency? Guys that we talk about a lot in March, and then they're usually busts in September, October, November, and December. You know, I mean, when when was Patrick Mahomes a free agent? Mm-hmm. He, he's mm-hmm. not available. Is Joe Burrow hitting the open market anytime soon? Nope. I don't think so. So I think Rodgers likes to be talked about yep. like he's an NBA player. He mm-hmm. likes to be speculated about like NBA free agents like Kevin Durant, LeBron, and Kawhi Leonard are. We know he's a fan of the NBA. I think he represents player empowerment in the NFL. And I think he needs to come to the realization that as much as he wants to be an NBA player, that he doesn't control as much of his future as he wishes he did. Yeah, no doubt. And I'm glad you said that because it's one of those things that if you know you have that kind of power, there's no need to go anywhere else. This is going to be as close to an NBA situation that any quarterback, any player could have in the National Football League, where no matter what you do, they're willing to pay you top dollar, guaranteed money. Yep. When it comes to Aaron Rodgers to yep. not go anywhere. This is a message that the Packers saying, please don't make me leave. Because if I leave, then I'm going to make sure that everybody understands and hears that I didn't want to do this. But the Packers drafted Jordan Love not too long ago. Yeah. And that was the guy they wanted for their future. Yeah. And I didn't ask them to do that. I said, get me a wide receiver. Get me an offensive line. They drafted the, my future replacement. He's going to make sure that no matter what the narrative Aaron is going to be, yeah. that he is going to, according to him, his specifications, yeah. come out smelling like a rose. Look, I, I think there will be a street. If there isn't already, I know they named streets after coaches in Green Bay, yes, Holmgren Way and McCarthy Lane and, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Bart Starr Boulevard and I don't know if there's a Rogers Street there will be there I will wonder. be a, there will be a statue outside of Lambeau Field like there is of Curly and uh, Lombardi okay. and mm-hmm. and Aaron Rodgers will be right there okay no matter what happens doesn't it kind of feel to you Freddie like it's just time like the Packers feel like it's time and Aaron maybe kind of feels like it's time sure you get that tone I get I think, that tone, yeah. I think a lot of the Packer fans I know, a few years ago, they wanted to hang on to Aaron Rodgers more than anything in the world. A couple of playoff losses and a couple of no-shows in big games later. And I, I think they feel like it just might be time to move on and see what they've got in Jordan Love. Because if they don't do that soon, then they're going to have to make a contract decision on him without ever having seen him play. Because if you're Jordan Love, you keep waiting and waiting. Jordan Love right now is the Prince Charles to the late great Queen Elizabeth. That's Aaron Rodgers. Prince Charles like, when is she? when am I going to be king? Jordan Love wants that kingdom. He believes that he has earned that kingdom and Just that he wants to do it. die already. Exactly. I want to be king. Right. Come on. Just like in Gladiator, Maximus. Maximus, Max. Aaron, right now, Jordan Love's like, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. You just won't leave. But he doesn't have to leave. The Packers don't want him to leave because if they did, they'd have tried everything come hella you-know-what, high water, to move on from him. Instead, what did they do, Aaron? They gave him three three years, an average of $50 million yeah. a year. Meanwhile, yeah. Jordan Love is going, what? Why don't you just trade me at that standpoint? They're not going to do it. To your point, they're stuck. Because they don't believe that they're going to be a championship team soon with Jordan Love. They still believe they can be a championship team with Aaron Rodgers. Never mind the fact the last three times he's played at home, he's failed in the fourth quarter. Versus Tampa Bay in the NFC Championship game. Versus San Francisco in the divisional playoff round. And then the last game of the regular season this year against the Detroit Lions. But he's still great enough that you believe that if things break right, 
we can be a championship team, and they don't want to take that chance with Jordan Love. Yeah, are they a Super Bowl contender though? I didn't like, say no. I don't think so, but they believe it. The well, Packers believe that. Uh, then I suggest that they turn on their televisions on Sunday and they watch the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Eagles, and the 49ers. <laughs> and, you know, quarterback is important. It's not the only thing that matters. The Packers have a ton of other free agents. You know, they got to make a Bakhtiari decision. Yes. And they got guys on defense. And so uh, to them, you know, I think they are ready for a refresh. I think they are ready for a rebuild. They've had 30 years of franchise quarterback play in a row. Maybe it's time the fans of the cheese find out how, what it's like to be, you know, the rest of us mm-hmm. that don't have okay. one of the best five quarterbacks in football. But if they don't, they always will run the risk of what if he goes somewhere else? He wins a championship uh-huh. and Jordan Love is not even anywhere what they thought they were going to be and they draft in the first round. Aaron, you know this. NFL GMs and NFL owners are always scared to death if they move on from somebody yeah. that he will work well somewhere yeah. else. And the guy you pick to replace him is not it doesn't bring you any closer to even being a playoff team, much less a championship team. Championship team. I wonder how much of that thought scares them to death in Green Bay if they make a move regarding Aaron Rodgers. I think that's fair, but I mean I, I from what I saw from Rodgers this year, I think he's on about eighteen fairway. So if he went to the right <laughs> If he went to the right team, yeah. I think that he could win. I still don't trust him in a big game, though. He's never been a great big game quarterback. Now he's proven the last three years yeah. that he has not been a big game quarterback, especially all three of the games we mentioned. Those were home games. <laughs> Are we using the Lion King? <laughs> Is Eric Hanneman using the Lion King when it comes to Aaron Rodgers? Although, based on that COVID thing, he's more like the Lion King, not the Lion King. Yeah, there you go. See what I did there? I do. (laughs) Aaron Goldhammer, Freddie Coleman, in for the guys here in Canty and Carlin. Always hit us up anytime you want on social media. Hammer Nation 19, that's Aaron's handle. My handle at Coleman ESPN. Don't forget the phone number as well at 888 ESPN 888-729-3776. Tom Brady has a Let's Go podcast that he hosts with Jim Gray. How did he answer this question when Jim Gray said, Tom, you're leaving everybody guessing. Uh, you said you'll take your time. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do uh, regarding your football career? Find out what he had to say about that after Aaron tells you this about Indeed. Well, this new year, make the resolution to speed up your hiring process. Check out Indeed, the hiring platform that makes it simple to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in the same place. Just sponsor a post or get matched instantly with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your job description. Then invite them to apply and get connected. No more jumping from site to software to cell phone. Manage everything from your employer dashboard where you can easily schedule virtual interviews. Get started by going to Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... 
Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Love Aaron Goldhammer. I'm Freddie Coleman in for the guys that are in Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Wait until how heated he got. When that question was posed to Tom Brady about his future, we'll do that in a couple of minutes. But Matuna, Illinois, has something to say about a com. Harrison with Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers and his future at Triple H say ESPN eight 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 seven two three seven two nine three seven seven six. Matoon, speak on it. Hey guys, I heard you say Freddie that the GMs are afraid that if Aaron goes somewhere else and has success and so on and so forth, and that may be true. But the the problem is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers' personality rubs people the wrong way. Look. He, he can't maintain a relationship with a woman. He can't maintain a relationship with his family. You know, he won a Super Bowl early in his career, and I think that's because that was before he started, you know, thinking that he's the greatest gift to football since Peyton Manning or whatever. He just rubs people the wrong way, and there's that that's not something that's good in the NFL. Maybe in other sports, basketball, golf, wherever. You can do good when you're that selfish personality, and, and sometimes it bodes well for you. But in football which to me is one of the ultimate team sports it rubs guys the wrong way think of the guys that are great and the guys that are left right in the four that are left in the playoffs right now they're likable guys they're very likable guys tom brady probably guys would probably die for him Mm -hmm. because look what he did with antonio brown when antonio brown walked out he still had his back yeah he's a lovable guy Right, yeah. Aaron, as great as he is at football, he's lacking in that department. Yeah, there's no doubt, Matuna, Illinois. Thank you for the phone call. You're completely 100 percent right when you say that. But Aaron, see if you agree with me on this. Oh. If Aaron Rodgers can bring your team closer to the Super Bowl, yeah, they don't care. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, look, from my, I spent one year of my career in Wisconsin. It was when Favre was there, but Rodgers was the backup. And I know Aaron Rodgers was a popular guy in that locker room mm-hmm. then. Right. And I do think he has a good chunk of teammates from Randall Cobb to Bakhtiari, those guys who do really, you know, have a great relationship with him. And and so, look, look, this perception from the outside that Aaron Rodgers is really selfish, that it's 52 and Aaron Rodgers plays by a completely different separate set of rules, there's some credence to it, but I'm not sure it's as extreme as mm-hmm. Mattoon said right. that it is. Yeah, you know why it's extreme to a lot of people? Because they hear and see what Aaron Rodgers has said outside of the locker room. Yeah. We're never going to hear what he says inside the locker room. And I'm still waiting for that anonymous teammate to say that guy's a bad guy in the locker room i've yet yeah. to hear that so either aaron Rodgers is everybody intimidated in that locker room right or in inside that locker room it's a different aaron Rodgers than what we hear yeah, and just as an example like there has been a lot of stuff out of seattle since russell wilson left oh my god absolutely. about what his teammates yeah. really thought about him sure we have not heard that stuff about aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. yeah at times you heard it when russell wilson was there in seattle yeah yeah. The dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Uh, they were anonymous, but they were saying it. 
Wow. I mean, part of it maybe he had Richard Sherman as a teammate who doesn't yeah, really, you know, yeah, hide yeah. his feelings no, about anything. Yeah, yeah. There's honesty, and then there's Richard Sherman who's honest, honest, no matter what, no matter the given situation. Keep weighing in at triple eight say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Aaron Goldhammer and Freddie Coleman in for the guys that are in Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Meanwhile, there's that Tom Brady guy. Yeah, he's going to be playing in 2023. Where? or if not where, is still up for debate, up for questioning. On his Let's Go podcast, co-host with Jim Gray, Jim Gray asked the question, waiting to hear Tom Brady's response about his future. Tom, you're leaving everybody guessing. Uh, you said you'll take your time. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do uh, regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was going to do, I'd have already done it. Okay, I'm taking it a day at a time. I sense you're antagonized by the question. <laughs> You're scratching. It's only the question that everybody wants to hear. You're scratchy. I appreciate your asking. Thank you. Wow. Tom Brady said the F word. Wow. (laughs) Kids, cover your ears. Earmuffs. (laughs) You know, I I just it again. The more I hear the soundbite, Freddie, the Mm. more it feels like that was a rehearsed script as part of the 80 for Brady movie, more so than it was actually Brady being sincere or honest or showing natural emotion? Yes. I, w- I don't want to agree with you on that one because I sometimes I give people too much of the benefit of the doubt when it comes to certain things. But Tom Brady does not do anything without a purpose and without a plan. Yeah. I don't care if it's football, personal life, based on what we've seen, based on what we heard, whatever that is. Tom Brady always has an A to a B to a C to a D. Everything has to matter. Everything has to be in line with what he wants to do professionally and personally. There is no coincidence that when he left the New England Patriots, what was going to be the best situation for him to win a championship and not have to do it the Patriot way? And once he surveyed the landscape, Tampa Bay, hmm, running game, coach, Wide receivers, defense, yep, that's where I'm going. I'm sure he had other offers to get more money, go somewhere else, but he wanted to make sure because championships matter to him. Everything has a price, and everything has a plan when it comes to Tom Brady. You know, I think that it's relatable, I guess, to to drop the F-bomb because we all do it when we're not in front of microphones. Mm -hmm. But I I just wonder um, now – what what is he trying to is he trying to become more relatable because he's going into the broadcasting and know. he knows yeah. that like he's not that compelling when he talks and he's trying to experiment with I mean I hope he knows when he goes to Fox they mm. don't let you curse during NFL games <laughs> on Fox I think he'd get giant FCC violations <laughs> if he if he ran into that Freddie I'm with you I think he's definitely going to play somewhere next year mm-hmm. definitely he gave up so much in his life to be able to continue playing football. And I thought he played well at times this past yeah. year. For Tom Brady's standards, he was okay. Yeah, there, there were worse quarterbacks in the league. And then there's the piece of it that he might want to go to a situation with somebody that he's familiar with. And I think the Bruce Arians switch really affected Tampa more than we all thought it was going yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think there are some natural fits. Vegas, San Francisco, the Dolphins. My guess is Tom Brady is going to be playing quarterback for one of those three teams. I, I don't think it's going to be San Francisco, but when it comes to Tom Brady, a lot of people are still going to be invested in him to believe, yep, if we bring him in, guess what we'll be able to do, despite the fact that Purdy, Brock Purdy, and that story is undefeated with the 49ers about to play in the NFC Championship game 
against the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday. Great stuff by Aaron Goldhammer. Hit him on social media at HammerNation19. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on social media at Coleman ESPN, part of Canty and Carlin. It could be a bad bet or a good bet when it comes to Tom Brady's future. We got other ones that we're going to say that's good or that's not so good. Keep it here on ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Be very afraid on Canty and Carlin. Freddie, come Aaron Goldhammer in for the guys today on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We'll let you know if the bet is good or if the bet is bad. How do we do that? That's how we're going to do that. Stashi got producer. He throws it at us and we'll let you know what's good and what's bad right now on Canty and Carlin. So we'll start with this. Just looking through some of the stuff at Caesar Sportsbook today. And we'll start with San Francisco, Philadelphia. Right now, the over-under on that game. Is at 46. Huh. Hmm. So you think good bet, bad bet there. I think mm. that's a – I guess I'd look at taking the under. Mm-hmm. A seventh-round quarterback, though, Freddie, in the NFC Championship game, I don't know that I really want to touch that one. What do you think? <laughs> I'm leaving that alone, too, because there are too many variables – involved with both of these quarterbacks not playing that well and getting anywhere near 24, 27 points. And it's called the defenses. We got Philadelphia's defense. Hassan Reddick is underrated. Had over 17 sacks this year. We didn't talk enough about great pass rush in the NFL and putting his name in that mix. And we know what San Francisco can do on defense. So I'm with you. That stinks. That smells bad. I'm not going anywhere near that bet. That's a bad one involving the over-under at 46 with the Eagles and the 49ers. Let me throw out one other factor here. 52 and sunny. In Philadelphia on uh-huh. Sunday. So weather is not going to be a factor. It will in not. That game. Yeah, the factor will be those defenses, which means that it's going to be an even playing field. No footing issues like in Buffalo and Cincinnati and Buffalo. Look out, quarterbacks. Look out in that one between, between those two. Which leads me to this one. The over under for Brock Purdy passing yards is 219.5. It's a good bet he goes over because I think he'll do, throw a little bit more than that. The running game is going to help him. You can still make plays in the Eagles. That offensive line has done a really good job keeping him clean. You got George Kittle. You got Debo Samuel. They'll be better than I what we saw against the Dallas Cowboys. So I'll say that's a good bet that he goes over 219.5. Uh, last week against Dallas, he had 214, 332 against Seattle in the playoff game, 178, 284. He's been kind of all over the place, but I think this Eagle defense, best defense he's probably faced. So I'm going to say I like the under 219 and a half passing yards for Brock Purdy. 
Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> that Good was so you. snarky. <laughs> That's me, Mr. Snark. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the real game. Oh, here we go. All right. So I was the the over under on on Cincinnati Kansas City. By the way, the line hasn't moved for like an hour, so that's a record. Thank God. Uh, currently, <laughs> jeez. Currently, Bengals uh, giving a point and a half. Oh, it's back to a point and a half now. Back to a point and a half. So it's uh, down two after two today. It's uh, now we'll, back to a point we'll and a half. Every time Mahomes takes his sock off and they see how Absolutely. bruised the ankle is, the line changes. Right. It's kind of like the weather. Yeah, Check yeah. in a few minutes; it'll probably change. Yeah, his ankle's swollen. Two. Oh, his ankle's looking better. One. Oh, his ankle's back to being swollen. Two and a half. So, so the over under in that game is forty six and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Good bet, bad bet. I like the over on that one. I think two bona fide quarterbacks. I think points are going to be scored in this game. I think at least like one team is going to get to 30. So with that in mind, I think you got to take the over 46 and a half there. What do you think, Freddie? I am hammering the over on this one. I'm completely with you. I know both of those defense can make plays, but those offenses are special. Even a hobble Patrick Mahomes is going to find a way if they keep him clean in the pocket to make some throws. That Travis Kelsey guy. Word of advice, Cincinnati? Double him. This public service message brought by Freddie coming to Aaron Goldhammer and Canty and Carlin. If you don't double him, then apparently I've never been paying attention. This guy had 14 catches last week, close to 100 yards and two touchdowns. If he's their best dude, do yourself a favor. Surround him with two, maybe three. Either way, do not let him alone. Do not let him get a free release. Aaron, I'm with you. There, I'm hammering the over at 46 and a half between the Chiefs and the Bengals in the AFC Championship game. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering when that was going to make an appearance. Uh, so the last one, uh, just looking ahead to uh, Super Bowl MVP. Already? St- yeah. It's you Championship know. Sunday. We haven't gotten I to the Super Bowl yet. I know it is, yet. but, you know, I, wow. got, I got visions of Super Bowl championships dancing in my head. Wow, Vegas is cool. However, Vegas is not a fan of my guy, Patrick uh-huh. Mahomes, to be the Super Bowl MVP. Vegas is savage. At uh, plus 330, that favor right now is Joe Burrow. Good, good bet. Mm, I'm staying away bad from bet. that one. It's it's a bad. Even if they if they beat Kansas City this weekend, whatever team you're going up against, that defense is pretty darn good out than Philadelphia or San Francisco. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, sta- I, that's a bad bet to me. I'm staying away from that one. You know, I'm not going to bet the Super Bowl MVP until I know who's playing in the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, so so I let think... me go out there by myself. Thank you. <laughs> no, 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 I, think, <laughs> I think this is a bad bet. I'm staying away from now betting. Like, I don't even know that I'm going to get to watch Joe Burrow play in the Super Bowl, let alone if he's going to win the MVP. So I think that is a bad bet, Stosh. Quick story. Okay. Last year, wife and I went to Vegas. Uh-huh. We were there for the Super Bowl. Yeah. We do not gamble. Yeah, you're not gamblers. I've known but you a we, long time. But we decided, yeah, let's go do what, you know, you're in Rome. Exactly. Do what they do. Mm-hmm. And the wife made a pretty good chunk betting on Cooper Cup. As really? Super Bowl MVP. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. All right. But that was on Super Bowl Sunday when she knew the teams that were going to be involved <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but nobody saw Cooper Cup being the MVP. Though. No, we went in a few days ahead of time, picked it out. She's like, yeah, really? Cooper really? Cup. So whoever's in the Super Bowl, whatever Mrs. Yankee's going yeah. to bet on, I'm with her. I I'm doubling ta- down. I would, I would talk to her. I'm going to, based on that. <laughs> the problem, Freddie, Super Bowl MVP, it's the quarterback half the time. The other mm-hmm. half of the time, it's 
Dexter Jackson, Malcolm Smith. Who was the cowboy? Larry, Larry Brown. Larry Brown. Who just like, happened to be there with two interceptions. Right. I mean, that's you bet. You can bet like the field, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and that's when you would end up with the guy that ended up with the pick six or the interception, the guy you weren't exactly counting on. I will say this: when it comes to that, let's say no matter no matter who wins this weekend, the Super Bowl favorite is going to be the guy from the AFC, whether it's Joe Burrow of Cincinnati or Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, no matter who wins that game, that person will be the odds-on favorite to be the Super Bowl MVP. And that's not sliding Jalen Hurts of Philadelphia and Brock Purdy, San Francisco. Don't at me at Coleman ESPN on social media, but come on now. The bets are going to be along stars, and those guys are stars compared to Jalen Hurts and Brock Purdy. That's just the way that that goes. That's how Vegas makes their money. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) For sure. So, you know, who would San Francisco's Super Bowl MVP be if it's not Purdy? Nick Bosa? It's sort of like a Von yeah. Miller type of role. Debo yeah. Samuel, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's plus twenty eight hundred right now. It's Debo, and then plus fifteen hundred. It's Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey, yeah, that'd be a good choice. And Brock Purdy. I wonder what kind of action he would get. He's plus seven hundred uh, right now. Uh, there we go. So I'd, go I'd rather I like that Debo bet actually. Yeah, that I, I would be more because that's at least you you know win twenty eight to one as opposed to three to one on a guy that I don't even know is playing three weeks from this you know from from now. So yeah, exactly. Chris Canty joins us next. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from three to seven Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can watch and listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.